You wanna go to war? You got a war. You started it, we gonna finish. again and i hope chris has some content we i'm not here with you you're locked in here with me <laughs> you been watching running man was that watchman oh yeah it was watchman i was thinking i was thinking i was schwarzenegger live from running man but yeah you're right no but i was i was watching running man the yeah. other night you know it them classics, and speaking of classics, I put something up on the, uh, I was thinking about you yesterday, and put something up on the Klaus Plex network for you. What was that? Charlie Sheed, man, the, uh, what's it, The Arrival. Oh, I did, yeah, I noticed you put something up. I didn't, it was late by the time I got done watching. The American Sniper. Yeah, actually, yeah. Oh, how did I know that? Hmm. Yeah, because you were checking it out, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I, I had not gone down. I hadn't seen it. I'd seen you put something else up. I'll have to check it out this weekend or later Yeah, something. There's something. I uh, had an old version of uh, Enter the Dragon, and I got in the mood to watch it last night. But when I turned it on, I didn't like the old version, so I downloaded the Blu-ray. Since I already had a legitimate copy, <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel too bad about. You know, downloading a digital version so it would work on my network better. Yeah. See where you're going with that. Since I already had the original copy. Yes. Understood. So do I. I don't have the Blu-ray version. I just have the last DVD version, I think, they did of it. So, I don't know. You know, because at first, the, the reason it wanted to make me watch it, well, at first I had this thought about just cock-punching somebody and then if I was going to do it it's going to be like Jean-Claude Van Damme and I was just going to hold that pose for like 30 seconds shaking and quivering and staring at the damage I'm doing you know that mm -hmm. that focus that you have in all those cheesy old movies but I was like no nah, Bruce Lee you know when he does that stomp and enter the dragon he's got so much emotion yeah. in his eyes you know it's like the the pathos of it all yes Yes, he does. He runs through several emotions of anger to regret. And you can see that all in the eyes. Yep. And the oh! Do the eyes change as, you know, his scream changes octaves? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to clown on Bruce Lee. He was one of my favorite actors and slash martial artists. For, I always liked him better than... It's going to be blasphemy to a lot of people, but it's true. Steven Seagal? Well, by far, yeah. <laughs> but Chuck Norris or... 
No, I didn't mean. I didn't mean to like steer the conversation in a weird direction already. I don't have much to talk about. Just, I was telling you how like my mental process went through me watching Enter the Dragon, and then yeah. when I started watching, it wasn't good enough. I had to have the Blu-ray version to watch, and yeah. it was like many stages, multiple layers. There's a lot of good one-liners in that movie too. Me and a friend of mine used to quote a lot, like. Man, you come straight out of a comic book. That's one of my favorites. There's a couple in there, but that was one of my favorites. When you point your finger to the moon, <laughs> you're not looking at your finger, look at all the gloriness that lies between. Do not focus on the finger, or you will miss all the heavenly glory. Exactly. Yeah, I know that movie a little bit. <laughs> so I'm trying to think what else I checked out this week. I've checked out the... Uh, Oh, what the hell is the name of it? It's the documentary about them digging up that landfill where Atari, all the, yeah, all the Atari ET cartridges right. went. So that was not that interesting. That's funny because I, I flipped past that going through Netflix. I've been I don't usually watch a lot of TV, but I've been off work all week because I damaged my hand. I'm wearing. For out there, you guys can see this. You know, take a look. He's wearing a New World Order bracelet. Either that, or it's a big uh, splint that covers my entire hand and wrist. Area. It is, but I just I see there's NWO on it, so I was being smartass about it. So. New World Order. That's, I'm, I'm part of the click. That's right. Which I did. When I've been off, I did watch the uh, Jake the Snake documentary. Finally, documentary when. You know, so what'd you think? Diamond Dallas, and I think uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was it was a good show. You know, it was a good documentary showing about all that stuff's going on, like new school. And I thought it was going to be more about uh, like DDP yoga, but it really wasn't. Really wasn't. You know? It was. I mean, it, about it, how it, it like, was enough. You kind of got the idea. It was like but... how everybody like. You know, when you're making yourself better, everybody falls down, down along the way. Yeah. You know, and they was documenting a lot of the highs and the lows and everyone's raw nerves. Oh, Jake yeah. the Snake getting really kind of pissed at Scott Hall after a while, because Scott's just kind of ribbing him. Yeah. It was good, kind of good to see Hall finally make that turnaround, and it looks like this one finally stuck. Some I've heard a few rumors about him drinking here and there again, but. I've not seen him get anywhere near as shit face as that one show they showed on ESPN where they had to roll him into the ring. Yeah. Say, so wasn't that Cleveland? Might have been. No, no, that was a Jake the Snake. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was you're Cleveland. Right. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, yeah I've been, I, I I've been watching like, a lot of TV and uh, since I've been off work this week and along that route... Uh, for the last month or so, every time you turn your cable TV on, you've been getting a message saying, hey, we're going to change to digital. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, if you're just plugging your cable into the back of your TV, it's not going to work anymore. We're doing digital. you got to get a box. you got to rent a box from us for 10 bucks a month. Yeah, I know. Well, I went out. I Well, it happened on wrestling night. It happened Tuesday night when I realized it wasn't working. I wasn't having none of that. So I stole the Roku out of my kid's room. Plugged it into my regular TV, downloaded the Spectrum TV app, but then I realized when I set when I set up the uh, name and password for everything else around Christmas time, 
that my dumbass forgot to write it down. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so then I had to go through going online, finding, figuring out the right login, then doing that and changing the password and getting everything around, then going back, you know, well, the funny thing is, once I turned on the Spectrum TV app, since I was already in the house, it didn't ask for a name and a password. So I went through about 20 minutes, half hour of bullshit trying to go through and get everything taken care of, but I didn't need to. It was good that I did. I needed it done. Yeah. But I just didn't need it done at that moment. Yeah, I've been warning the wife because we've got a TV in the, in our bedroom that there's no box to it. And I told her, I'm like, we're not going to be able to use it after she's like, you think? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty positive. That's what they've been sitting there saying for... And yeah, she tried to turn it off last night. She's like, what's this shit? And I'm like, uh, this is the box now. It's taking effect, so... Get a $50 Roku. So we're... If, actually, if you have if you have cable, actually we're going to do away with Spectrum altogether. I'm sure this is just fascinating for people sitting at home, but we're we're going to do away with Spectrum altogether. Uh, get our cutting the cord. That's a hipster thing, you know. We don't you don't need tied down. Cut the cord. Be mobile. That's basically what we're doing. Is we're just getting our internet from somewhere else, and we're just going to start using Netflix, Amazon Prime, and probably Roku because that should get us just about everything we need. So. <clears throat> Because we called bitching about our cable bill, and they were going to knock basically the because we're like this is it's too much you know it's, the cable bill is too much for what it is, so we're like the the deal they offered us was we got all our local stations so three channels, four I guess if you include Fox, uh, all our local channels, and we got to pick. 10 and they were going to knock six dollars off I think six seven dollars I was like that's not a deal so yeah I went ahead and paid the cable bill for this month but we're getting everything around just to fucking get rid of all that shit so kind of a scam but really if you don't pay for any boxes and if you don't get all the prime channels you know you can you can get basic cable for cheap and then like an HBO or something streaming service for cheap and well I just realized that the Roku wasn't too bad for watching cable on because I've been you can set up like go to a favorites list and favorite like all your networks mm -hmm. and then set up like when you scroll through the guide it skips everything that you don't have Highlighted, so you just pretty much go to the same 10 channels or 15 channels that you go to anyway instead of scrolling through the entire freaking list. Yeah. Sorry, don't mind me. I was sitting here, I was trying to find the NWO theme song on my, on my iPod. That's why. But we're so long now past that that it's just kind of pointless. It's on there. It's somewhere. never pointless. That could be like the background music to my life. I'm just walking around like wow. downtown. Wow. Like when I'm walking around downtown. Like, okay, I just got my mail. <laughs> I got my mail and I'm walking back to my car. Depending on which version you got. The Macho Man version. There was a straight version. There was another, there was another version too. Who else was? Oh yeah, when the Wolfpack started forming, then the Wolfpack got its own 
And I've actually got that sitting around somewhere too. I don't know if it's loaded on my iPod, but I got it on my computer. We've got the uh, Ash Campbell or yes miniature hanging out. The you know, Funko Pop. Yes, the Ash Funko Pop from. That's the uh, that's Army a of celebration of uh, Ash versus Evil Dead series coming back out. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't watch it. I didn't know it was this week. Even though I said I've been in front of a TV all week, I I just happened to catch that it was on. And I checked it out and figured it. What season three? This is episode two already. What have I been missing? <laughs> so I watched them this morning. More the more the same cheese. Pretty cool, funny stuff. I actually believe it. Right. Actually, he actually gets into a fight with a deadite in a sperm bank. Oh, really? And uh, you know the Evil Dead. You know they they just kept like throwing his sperm samples at him, kind of like a machine gun. I think like, I heard somebody like, make... a, like an AR-15 fully automated semi-automatic rifle. I think I heard somebody make a joke about that on Facebook this morning, but since I don't watch don't watch that, it went right over my head. Yeah, actually, I've been watching uh, the Glow series on Netflix as well. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. Well, and I watched it when I was a kid because we had a satellite dish, which I thought was hilarious because the episode I just finished watching yesterday... They referenced Dr. Gene Scott, who's this crazy TV evangelist who used to be on right before Glow came on. And, yeah, the dude was kind of a nutcase. Well, right now, after, you know, when Saturday Night Live is over, they've got Ring of Honor wrestling. Yeah. And then after that, they've got Toledo's Power, Power Bomb wrestling. Yeah. Well, you know, back in the 80s, that was when Glow came on. It was... Yeah. Like a half hour of the preaching, what you're talking about yeah. after Saturday Night Live. So that's a pretty, you know, I guess that's a pretty good spot. Late Saturday night. Oh, and uh, remember when uh, WWF had Saturday Night Main Events? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> yeah, I remember that because after a while too, that switched to the. Uh, WWF in your house, if I remember right. In the house. Klaus is house. Boots. That's fun to see how long you keep going with that. Well, at least until I finish the beat, you know. My beatboxing skills are pretty basic right now, but. Nothing's as good as it used to be. No, no. Well, speaking of which, <laughs> uh, us as a band, Sacred Cows, we have a well, a number one. The Bigly EP is now up for digital download. So if you go to Bandcamp, yes, somebody that's not named me has been doing some good online social media work lately. So and uh, we also I. Uh, Went through, remastered, equalized, cleaned up, and did a whole bunch of stuff to the stuff we uh, had recorded at Andy's, a.k.a. Club A, a.k.a. The Warehouse. Was that the entire CD? Was that the entire set list? No, no. Or I just picked just about... Like four, three, four, four songs? Four songs. There's actually two combined into one because uh, uh, King Diamond checks in 
pretty much flows right into Handsome Devil. Right. I just went and kept those two together because, you know, it, it, it was fun doing King Diamond Checks In, and it's just a short, soft, short song, and it just kind of flowed right into the next one. So instead of putting this weird abrupt in it, so it's kind of like you get a bonus song. Well, anytime you get someone covering King Diamond is a bonus. <laughs> it's not really covering King Diamond. It's a little more of a tribute to. But uh, but also, uh, yeah, so that's up also on Bandcamp now. Uh, live, Out of the Barn. Moo. Actually, I can give Chris the credit for that name. Because we talked about playing our first gig. He said we were out of the cows were coming out of the barn. So that's where the title came from. Nice. So also, uh, all profits that are made off of that particular EP are going to the World Wildlife Fund. So, so yeah, go go check those out on Bandcamp.com, Sacred Cows, and uh, yeah. Also, I've been looking at finally locking in that name for us. We'll see how that goes because there is a band from the '80s. Oh yeah, called the Sacred Cows, which I've actually finally found one of their songs and downloaded it. So I wonder if we should. You know, while well, I was just wondering, you know, is it bad that you know, like I've said before, I I'm sitting here with my arm wrapped up in the NWO wrist splint. I'm taking medication. I'm taking steroids, man. So by the time I'm healed up, I'm going to be ripped. Mm -hmm. But, uh... You already got the wrestler haircut going right now. So. The... Not the, the hockey prescription, the, uh... The pill, the steroid box, it says on there, take with food, might cause dizziness, and limit alcohol intake. Oh no! Or, or else you might have a bloody stomach. Okay. So, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I did take a couple of days off. I was a good boy when I was on the first couple. You know, you take a couple heavy doses the first few days and wean off of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a six day. It's like a dose pack where you got like six on one day, five on the next. You know, they stagger it down. I'm halfway in between, so I figure it's okay, you know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to stay sober my whole... If I'm going to be stuck off of work... You know, what's worse? Being sober or having... What? What happens if you have, like, bloody stomach? What, you poop blood or something? Yeah, you'll notice it. Or you'll throw it up, one of the two. Or both. Yeah. So you got so, that to look forward to. Just a risk I'm willing to take. Okay, compilation, various artists, party animal, sacred cows, wasteland. This is not going to be anywhere near loud enough, but... I'm not going to play the whole song, but... You can point the speaker toward the recorder. It doesn't really matter, one way or another. That's good enough. You kind of get the idea. We don't sound anything like it other than we're just punk, both punk bands, but... Like I said, I found out quite a bit later that... 
there was another Talking game. about looking into that, I'm looking into uh, scoring a new passport. And went online, downloaded the forms, and, and they're, they're, they're making it difficult for me because I had one before, but it expired. Yeah. And you can have, you know, it, it expires after 10 years, and you have five years after that to actually do something about it, you know, so... Yeah, well, I'm at 16. I didn't know it, so yeah. I have to go through and do all this extra stuff. But, so, what, are they afraid that in the 16 years you've been here in the United States, you've become Al Qaeda, or I, what? I've been radicalized. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was 16 years outside of the United States, I would understand that a little bit more. <laughs> ah, Durka Durka, <laughs> but Durka Durka Muhammad Jihad. Oh, I man, that reminds me, I've been watching a lot of movies about shit that happened in Afghanistan, which is part of what led me to watching American Sniper, but watch Black Hawk Down, uh, another movie called Sandcastles. Black Hawk? What? No, Black Hawk Down. Oh, oh, I was going to say. This is my safety. I don't, I, I don't remember, I don't remember having no, that movie Black, set up. Black, that was Black, Black Hawk Down! That was probably the porn parody, I'm sure, but... I have not watched that, so... No, I, I watched Black Hawk Down. I had not seen it for years and years. I finally saw it on sale somewhere, I don't know, about... This is about a year, year and a half ago. So I finally bought it. Because my wife is usually not a big one for, like, sitting and watching those kind of movies, usually. And I find them usually kind of interesting, so... But yeah, that and I realized there's a shit ton of people in that movie. A lot of character actors. And it's just filled with them, including a very young Tom Hardy. Hardy har har. Went on to play uh, Bane and Batman, right, right. and uh, his new uh, Mad Max, Max Rakitansky. So, yeah, he's in that movie as well. Bunch of other. So, people. are you telling me he's a fuel injected suicide machine? Yes, he is, indeed. Look at the night sky. I remember his name. That's kind of crossing two movies that carry the same name, but. Which, which reminds me, I forget what it was, but I was watching some movie the other day and this guy kept saying the word skullduggery like over and over and over again. God, what movie was that? I'd say it if I remembered. Remember I just, it, yeah. I just, I just like prefaced my statement by saying that's true. I don't remember what it was. That is true. I'll give you that. I was just wondering. I hadn't read it before. Well, I'd heard the term a long time ago, and I was reading a book that they had the guy talking about the bunch of skullduggery going on. So, so I looked it up, and I was like, all right. So yeah, that's why that became because basically it just means you're up to no good. It was like a mind it, it, games. It was like a, a almost a, like a Victorian kind of term, so. It's it's a Victorian. It's it's basically being a troll. Kind of yeah. old timey word for yeah. being a troll. Yep, it's a good way to put it. Uh, um. So I'm trying to think what else has been going on wrestling wise. I want to talk about. Ah, hell with wrestling. You know, you know why I say that? Because what? you hate me. You still, still. Nah, 
It's fake news. No. It's fake news. Actually, got a show set up with my side project. I was well aware of that. Actually, I come up and see it. I'll... 421. It's not on 420. It's 421. So it's the chronic tardiness fest because you're like a day late. Uh-huh. Well, go ahead and just plug the whole thing while you're... Well, I'd have to... Uh, Look at it. <laughs> get out the actual... All the bands that are going to be there, but... Speaking of which, since while he's looking that up, the Sacred Cows are planning on playing some more gigs. Uh, sounds like we got one coming in July. I will pass that information on. Since a house party, is that going to be like playing outside under the clouds, under the midnight stars? No, actually, it'll be in a barn that's been wired for for this for concerts and shows. So that's that was the word I got last. We'll see what happens by the time it gets closer, but. Oh, that show I was almost plugging. Highbinder looks like it's the uh, main act. There's also Bathhouse Betty. I've seen them. Tink in the Tanks. I've not Action seen Action Pants and Cherry Drive. I've heard of all the other bands on that show except for Cherry Drive. I've actually seen a few of them. I've actually wanted to go catch Tink in the Tanks, actually. They're a little bit rockabilly, but not a lot. Because I'd heard of them before, and then when I ran into a bunch of Rockabilly guys, hot rod guys down at uh, Reverend Horton Heat show. They're no tank in a tank. So they asked if I had went and seen them yet, and I was like, no, not yet. I was aware of them, but I didn't see them. They had apparently seen them at least once or twice, so. Well, it's going to be cool for a first show with them other guys. I mean, you know. I gave Dan a bunch of shit, he gives me a bunch of shit, but I love having, like, the creative outlet with friends, and I love, like, staying in practice and doing live shows, or, I think I'm going to like doing the live shows, I mean, I've been liking the extra practice and where I've been going with the other group, and I have... Nikki Cordy from Howard's Club H to thank me. She put the thought in my mind when we did a podcast with her. And I told her my mind goes in two different directions all the time, and she told me to just do both. I never was too lazy to do both before, but now yeah. I'm doing both. I'm trying to be a fully rounded person and you know I get to play some drums along with it you know it's so, fine basically playing one immature punk band to an even more immature punk band is that what yes because <laughs> I've seen your set list it's it's fairly immature punk shit I don't have a problem with it but it is so that's the point the, the thumb the, the a serious thumb the nose at the establishment kind of or at adulthood rather even uh, that's the point. And the funny part is everybody else in the band's older than me. So it's like punk is not dad or whatever. <laughs> punk not dad? <laughs> Punk's not dad. Punk's not dad. Well, I think I'll be writing a new Sacred Cow song tonight. It's actually a band that's out oh, there. Oh, is it really? Or underground band or whatever, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Punk's not dad. You know, it's been on t-shirts and 
Yeah, I heard. Punk's not dead, man. Yeah. That's all right. There's a band. Punk's that not dead. Managed to slip underneath my radar for fucking decades now. But well, I've only ever really been in the Cleveland scene so much, anyhow. And I'd probably seen the name before and not thought much of it, but I know you're talking about. Yeah, the, go ahead. There's a buddy of mine that got in contact with me. He he lives in Florida, but he used to be in the service for a long time, and one of his buddies in the service was a, a punk guy too from Cleveland. So he exposed him to Hostile Amish. So uh, my buddy had asked me about him. He goes, "Do you know about?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, the name sounds kind of familiar, but I've never actually checked them out. So I went and found them. 90s. They're still out there doing shit. It looks like, honestly, it looks like whoever heads up Hostile Amish, whoever their head writer is and everything, has kind of done with the Hostile Amish a little bit more than what I've done with the Sacred Cows. Where with Sacred Cows, I put it away for a while, or at least I did. You know, I did it. In the early 90s. I did some shows, did some shit here or there. We didn't do a lot. Then it went away for a while. Then I brought it back for a couple of years. And it was more of like my home studio project where I released some shit. And then, so yeah, it looked like it was more of that of they would do it for a while. Then it looks like they would disappear for a while. Then they'd come back a couple of years later, do some shows for a couple of years. So that's kind of what it looks like has gone on with the Hostile Homage. But I got a bit there. <laughs> There are some songs that pretty much are just, it's, just hits me right here. It just goes after the old heart. Gets you in the feels. <laughs> There's a song called Subway, which I think is hilarious, which is about the sandwich shop. So. Yeah, I remember being around. I used to hang out in Cleveland a lot in the 90s also. and You probably caught him then at least once or twice. Never. No, really? Never, but they'd always do shows in Coventry, area Cleveland. Uh, like downtown, a couple places, like expect Lakewood, the Fantasy Theater nightclub. But no, never seen them. Knew they was around, never seen them. Loved the whole idea though, never just pursued I, it. Honestly, a Sacred Cows show would fit in well with what they're what they do. From we should what I've we seen. Should, we should contact you and see if you want to get some Sacred Cows and Hostile Amish and maybe just kind of like have what what's it called. Uh, not obviously. Oh. <laughs> Come on, cover. We got too much dead air. Yeah, here. I know. I'm, tr I'm trying to. I'm failing as well. But uh, I don't. Well, I've I actually thought about. Well, you and I talked about doing this before. Dude, Vanilla Ice when he was doing his TV show where he's rebuilding Amish houses or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. This old Amish punk rock show. I don't know. Chris, of course, disappeared once again. I should stop it, but I'm not going to this time just because I don't <coughs> feel like doing a re-edit at this point. And we've just kind of gone on and on and on anyhow. So, so yeah, I'll recap while he's doing this. Uh, Bandcamp.com, Sacred Cows, three albums all available. Skullduggery, uh, Bigly EP, and Live Out of the Barn. At Club A's. So, two EPs and an LP. And we also have more coming on the way, which, coming down the pike, we've got another EP coming out and a couple of side projects, which I will have to kind of wait till Josh gives me the green light to talk about. 
as I sit here and fill more time. Someone has to go take their bathroom break. We ought to just put a timer. All right, you fuckhead. Why didn't you tell me? I I took a shower right before we started this up. I was hurrying, putting my clothes on, coming out here to greet Dan, to be a good host at Parts Unknown. Good host. And he never told me that my shirt was on inside out. I didn't notice, honestly. I wasn't paying that much attention. Just went in the bathroom and looked in the mirror and realized my shirt was on inside out. Well, to be honest, it is a little dark in here, so... It's kind of cave-like in parts is it, of is it is it dark as my soul? Yes. As you can tell, he keeps hitting the Velcro on his... I need to get some extra Velcro on that has like a sticky back or so I can put these straps down. Put the strap down. Get some uh, spikes, some pyramid studs, and you'll be looking all like Danzig-like, and at least on one arm. Because he used to wear those... All right, the way my brains work. You just said, you just, you just said Danzig, and it made me think of Portlandio and that, that Fred Armisen met his... On the beach. Their yeah, you get hooked people. them up with Quicksilver gear and stuff. Yeah. Yes, but the funny thing I seen was uh, he was hosting... Saturday Night Live recently or something they had like the the punk rock band reunites at that was uh, three at, years old at his daughter's wedding or yeah, something yeah that bit was three years old oh I yeah yeah I saw it whenever it was originally came out but I've reposted it several times I don't know why it's just picking up steam again it's funny as hell oh it is it really is it's fucking hilarious so cause yeah you expect it to be like this 80's like cover band and they just trashed the <laughs> yeah. whole wedding reception. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dave Grohl and... Uh, yeah, uh, he was a drummer. Uh, shit, what's his name from uh, that 70s show? Uh, fuck, I'll remember his name later. He also did Punk. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher? Yes. He was in a, like a blonde wig to make him look older. He's really thinking Echo. about it now. Echo. Ugh. So I'm trying to think. You got anything else you want to cover? I'm trying to think of some other stuff I've watched recently since I've been off work and I've had a chance to kind of check some stuff out. I think I've covered most of it. I watched another documentary, but I don't remember what it was on now. It's terrible. 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 Charles Barkley, I'm terrible. All I know is I've been taking medicine to uh, help adjust my testosterone back up a little bit. Because that was the one thing I found out also when you get Is that old. what that smell is? No, it's not that. It's pretty potent. No, because I found out as, as you sexuality get... Sexuality is potent. As, yeah, well, you got it. <laughs> I found out... As you get older, and you get, especially if you get fatter, as you get older, your testosterone levels start dropping uh, a good amount. So As do your testicles. So, I've been taking some medicine to help address back up. And I noticed the one thing that has that is giving me really weird, vivid dreams at night. So, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I figured at one point, because there was a point where I had so much testosterone going through me. Well, especially like when I was younger. Like if I had the amount of testosterone going through me at age 18 that would go through me now, it would probably kill me. 
<laughs> There's no way I could handle it. <laughs> but uh, my my vivid dreams are always. It's almost like I'm in a Grand Theft Audio auto video game or something where I'm run, I run, Grand Theft Audio. Grand Theft Audio. <laughs> Is that a big auto you know, uh, dynamite cover band? Yes, we steal all their music. <laughs> no, like Grand Theft Auto, where you're like running around through different cities yeah. and going through different streets and stuff. And I, my my objective. And the AK game, just appears in your hand. My obje- my objective to the yes. game is somebody stole my kids. I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta protect family. I gotta do something. I gotta I gotta rescue them. <laughs> I just have this whole scenario now. I'm just going through my head and just you running down the street, carjacking someone, get out! And then you go through the inventory and ding, AK appears in your hand. <laughs> do, 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 do. But every time I have it, I'm like, there's like a different, fr- I always have a partner, like a, like a friend of mine. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, I've had like the same dream, but I've had like three different sidekicks or somebody to help me that I'm, like, talking to to do everything. Yeah. You know, it's like like in a video game. You have to have somebody else help you out to get a mission objective. You know, you got to go to this point in the map, talk to this guy, so you can go here and do this. Yeah. Those are my vivid dreams. Okay. Plus, I'm, wanna... plus I'm a unicorn. Okay. That's a, diff- <laughs> that's a different story altogether. That's a different dream. I thought about talking about mine, but I think it would reveal too much personally where I'm at right now. So, <laughs> not as far as location, as far as the sitting in parts of no, I'm just just where I am in my life right now. But I don't know. But uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think this is probably gone on long enough. Uh, let's see. You sent me uh, some action pants before you get me played. Played at the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah, the. Uh, I guess if I can find it. It's a little yeah. bit of a rough mix, you know. If it's. Uh, yeah, that or send me something better when you. If you, you want If you want to. I don't know. If you don't remember, it's 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 on it's, on one of the pages I sent you. If you can't scroll back a few lines. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if you sent to me a messenger or, or what. Or if you can't find it, let me know. Okay. Let me know offline. I-R-L or I-R-W in real world. I'll resend the link to you. All right. So, yeah. End of this episode. Action Pants. Uh, you got anything else? I was going to go into a fucking rant, but I'm not, I'm not even going to bother. I'm just... I'm over it. This whole thing? What rant? What did I do this time? No, 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 I was going to go on because, yeah, well, I talked about before we started recording about the stuff that was going on online, but I, I just, I don't know. No one's really going to honestly change their mind and no one to use, wants to use common sense anymore about anything. And I don't know. I've watched so much arguments on Facebook that I'm almost over it. For, for the fact I need to keep in contact with some band and music people, I would probably just be off Facebook right now. <laughs> but, mm. yeah, got to keep the band and... Who didn't, who, who didn't own Marilyn Manson would have been a pros, prognosticator 25 years ago talking about got my lunchbox and they're armed real well. Yeah. Fucking, who knew? Using 
the media doing school sh- for school shootings versus gun control versus versus now they're going after video games that are violent. And, oh, I know that was always still going to happen. I don't know. And you know they already went through that twenty years ago with Tipper Gore and Frank Zappa, and yeah. you know, hey, vi- vi- you know, every single movie I've ever seen in the last five years have guns in them. But it's video games are the problem. But well, that's the also thing. you know the other thing and too. they've got ratings on them, you know. Well, here's the thing: tell Hollywood they're not going to be able to use guns in movies anymore, and see how quickly everything goes in an uproar on that end. But I don't know. We're America. We're the land of a lot of double standards, and that's the thing I also like to remind people: is we are a country founded on a bunch of guys who liked having guns, freedom of religion. And telling the government, or the monarchy, rather, at that time, fuck you. So... Yeah, it's funny you say that, because we're going to start going into, like, deep shit when he's trying to wrap things up. (laughs) As I crack a beer. (laughs) Prove me wrong! Game on! And that's the thing. Is 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 it freedom... Of religion, or is it freedom from religion? Actually, I think it's supposed to be really your choice. So, but, you know, the people that fled, you know, it's like history books say they didn't want to worship under like the House of England and, mm-hmm. and people came over here so they could do what they wanted. But, but you know, like Christian churches say, you know, they came over here to be Christians, to make this a Christian nation. So if it's a Christian nation, but you still have freedom of or from religion, you know, how... I, I'm just wondering how, like, mainstream Christianity can try and force that onto this country when that's what they fled from to begin with. I don't know. Like I was starting to say, it's kind of the double standard of this country. No, there I are, mean, there, I believe in God and everything, but mainstream... Religion has lots of double standards, it, especially it when they endorse Donald Trump having three wives and ten mistresses. I know, and I know dude. Don't, don't even get me started on that. See, I, I have a lot of friends that think I hate Donald Trump because it was a new trendy thing to do, but I've always not liked the dude. He's always kind of been a trust fund kid, no matter how much people try and argue about that. He still got money from his father to start his own business. It was never his own money. And he's also tanked as many businesses as he's had. Oh, everyone's quote, unquote, every, all of them failed. Yeah. So. And yeah, I don't. But what's even the, what's even what's, I what's have what's a wrong problem. with failing when you get paid back in bankruptcy and yeah, well, once again, that's actually the, making money from taking a loss. That's the double standard once again of this country. This is another one of them. Is yes, is yeah, only in America can you also kind of fail upwards. So. But even I, I am not, and I will sit here and I've said it before, I am not, I've never really claimed to be a Christian person. I've got my own set of beliefs that I, and I don't preach it to anybody. It's just what I needed. Crumb. <laughs> Close. <laughs> the steel. <laughs> I believe in the steel. But uh, even I was kind of offended when I heard about, yeah, that Donald Trump cheated on his wife who had just had their kid, what, five weeks before? 
Yeah, the, the porn star or whatever. Yeah, Stormy Daniels. Which also, once again, I'm glad she was never one of my favorite porn stars because this would have ruined it. <laughs> just the, the shit you build in your head all together anyhow. So, I just, I don't know. And the fact, because that was the other thing. I remember, like, I remember the witch hunt that went down when they found out Clinton got a blowjob. Yeah. Double standards. So, I don't know. It's just, you know, we'll blast you I for feel like we're living in an alternate universe. And I think it's kind of amusing now that it's all... Rick and Morty. Yeah, honestly. But I think it's kind of amusing now because I've watched a lot of the guys that are uh, pro-Second Amendment now get really scared because Trump's sitting there going like, well, I'm not afraid of the NRA. I'll take them on. I don't give a shit. <laughs> So, Everybody was afraid Obama was coming to take his gun, guns, guns and now Trump says Trump, it. Yeah. Take them first, Second Amendment later. Later, exactly. Take them first, due, due process later. And I'm like, really? Isn't that kind of how Germany ended up doing it before? Nine. No? Nine. I thought they just came and got everybody's guns and then just worried about the, the actual legality of it afterwards. I could be wrong, but... I don't know. I hate to go to that extreme of comparison, but I don't know. We were trying to avoid this conversation. You just Hitlered. <laughs> you just Hitlered this whole damn podcast, didn't you? <laughs> I was trying to avoid talking about this in general. We still ended up doing it, but well, and that that is the thing because I am a guy that because I've heard people say, "Well, you don't need assault rifles." Well, they're only assault rifles when you go and attack a school with them. I have, as I call them, defensive rifles. I use them to protect my own home. And see, that's the other thing, too. I've got a couple of friends who seem to think they've not known me since or even grown up in this area. And I think they seem to think because we live in a smaller region, like we have nothing to fear in this area. And you grew up in Foss Story. Well, Foss Story is not the worst. Foss Story was really sketchy for a long time. It's really kind of cleaned up in the last 15, 20 years more. But as you know, this used to be called Detroit for a long time and the crime here wasn't great for for the scale of the of the size of the town I blame it I blame it on the environmentalists the liberal libs because now we gotta have a car that has 30 miles to the gallon so nobody stops here uh, between Detroit and Columbus this is not <laughs> okay and, and, Jones. Or, or was it or say should I uh, blame Roosevelt and his insistence on interstate highways so now people have to bypass this town but, when going between Detroit and Columbus? Well, but once again, that's another thing I want to hit on. I don't think a lot of people realize, too, and it's been talked about before in the news, this is part of the drug corridor from, from Detroit. And even within the few murders that we have here every so often, he's smiling like I'm being a smartass, but it is true. Yeah, once every ten years... When we have a murder or something happen over here, it's not a false story and that usually committed the crime. It's no. usually somebody from Toledo, not pointing a finger, or Detroit usually. So so I, I had a friend who kind of got snarky about, like, well, what did you have? But and that's what it was, is when the, the well, we've had, I've had two tornadoes go through my neighborhood. Luck, I got lucky both times. As far as the property damage was not huge, one of my neighbors didn't fare as well. But long story short, Fostoria as a city was kind of fucked for a couple of days. Telephone lines were down, we didn't have power in the whole of the town, and the cops were busy everywhere. So 
basically I figured out real quick is we were having people come through my neighborhood because they knew it got hit really hard looking to loot. So fortunately for me, we were prepared, but not really as well prepared as we could be. So you had your gun in one hand and your dick in the other, just stroking it, watching them people <laughs> waiting to see if they's gonna try and. It wasn't that bad. Door. Another friend of mine, and actually a former someone that was on here before, I won't mention his name because I don't know if he wants this out of here, but somebody could look it up and figure it out long enough if they look long enough. But yeah, he had to sit in his garage with his 357 and ran four people out that was trying to break into his garage because he didn't live that far from me at the time. So it, shit got hairy around here for a couple of days. And I think a lot of people think I'm exaggerating, but it, it was true. I realized at that point. So long story short, that's when I've decided I needed to become more prepared. And that includes everything. We got more bottled water. We've got a lot more supplies. And also we have firearms in case I need to basically defend the homestead. So, but I also grew up with guns and I guess that's the difference is I had my dad and my next door neighbor who was kind of like my other grandfather to me teach me about gun safety at an early age so I've never glorized it or anything else but it's just I don't know maybe that's part of what society is missing anymore is, is more, more common sense and elders to teach it does seem to be a correlation I hate to fucking pin it down to this but a lot of these young guys from 18 to 20 they usually seem to go shoot up places. Doesn't seem like they really have a strong male figure in their life half the time from oh, what I've been reading. Oh, shit. They're, you don't go in there. Oh, and oh, it's not they're the all in prison. There ain't no dads in, uh, in, in, the, in the family. Well, a lot of them have been white. So You're racist. No, because a lot of them have been white and Caucasian. So Around here, yes. So Yes. I'm just saying, I think there is probably something to that, and I'm not pointing fingers about it because I know a lot of these women... Have rough lives trying to oh, raise kids. Oh, ten kids. Oh, here themselves. you go. Why do I bother? So, but that's what I'm trying to convey is there are no easy answers in this country. We're going to have to take a hard, long, ugly look at ourselves. And honestly, with this Florida shooting, there was failings on multiple levels. Oh, yeah, because they've had... And that's my, uh, part of my argument. Why institute more laws if you don't enforce the ones you've already got. So, and there needs to be more penalties if things aren't enforced. So, actually I had a list in here of somebody put down that was common sense of, if someone's not following through, doing the background checks or whatever, then that place needs to be fined. Which, you know what, I don't have a problem with that. If they aren't doing thorough background checks like they were originally supposed to be doing anyhow, and they get caught not doing it, then yeah, they need to be fined. It's no different than if, uh, a place that sells cigarettes sells cigarettes to a minor and gets caught. They get fined. So, okay, I'm going to step off, step off my soapbox now. But but that's the thing. I, I guess, long story short, just sitting there going around and going, we need to ban this and we need to ban that and we need to get rid of these, it's not going to solve anything. No. Drugs have been illegal for how many years? We still have an opioid problem, which is actually the pharmacies, the pharmacy company's fault. <clears throat> We'll get into that some other time. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Chicago is a perfect example. And I hate to throw Chicago under the bus, but they're a perfect example of why these gun laws don't work. They have one of the worst crime rates, and there's, it is a, supposed to be a gun-free zone. The whole city. Then you have, what is it, Kennesaw, Georgia, where it's a, state, it's a city law 
that every citizen must own a gun and the last murder or violent crime they had was over 10 years ago. They don't have any violent crime there at all anymore. I'm sure they probably still have some sort of crime, but they, they're dropping violent crime and went way down. I've researched it. So when I heard about this place, I wanted to find out whether or not this was truly bullshit or not. And it's true. They have one of the lowest crime rates of any town anywhere. So. Well, you know, everybody's having small arms escalation. I'm just going to get, like, a sniper or something. Cause that, that, that's me up on the rooftop. <laughs> just pegging people off for camping. Uh, you know, there's a song called, uh, the Sniper Song by a band called Naked Raven. Maybe your uh, other band should cover that song. Hey. Oh, now I know where snipers come from. A man weighed down by too heavy a load. I know that pretty well, but, but, and that, I don't know, that is the thing, I, the media has poured so much gasoline on the fire with the misinformation, I just, I don't know. Fake news. Well, when I hear somebody say, full semi-automatic, I want to track that person down and punch them in the mouth. <laughs> What's a full semi? Exactly. Is it full or is it it's semi? It's either full auto or <laughs> semi-auto. It's not full semi-auto. So, so and, and honestly, there are way scarier. I hate, I hate to let the secret out, but there are way scarier guns out that are available for people to buy than an AR-15. Because AR stands for assault rifle, right? No, it stands for armor light rifle. So, but there are 50 caliber bolt action guns that are way deadlier than any AR. So, yeah, yeah, no, most people don't realize that. And that's available. If you got the money, you can go buy one. Or if you got credit card with enough limit, I mean, because these guns were originally designed to stop tanks. You know, you're getting excited about it, but you know, this, this, this is a classic political game, you know? Get get people divided and arguing about something while yeah. the government does something else because everybody else is fighting about one thing and you can shift the public, you know? This, it's gotten a lot easier in the last 20 years with social media, and especially the last five. And then, uh, yeah, especially the, these last, well, I was gonna say last two, but you know, it probably started with the Clintons too at some point. As far as, yeah, the media is getting more involved and being like, oh, hey, look at this. Look at this now. Start, now look at this. Start with the Lusitania. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the true seem like trying to put a wedge between the Americans uh, as far as us versus them kind of thing. So... People used to, I don't know. It's I, how you, it's how you keep, I don't, I'm not trying to how you like, keep a two look at my day, but. That's how you keep a two-party system. Well, it is, and that's true part of the problem. We need, we need more than two parties anymore. Oh, so you're one of them people. You want a parliament? You know, you want to be like them? <laughs> <laughs> We've had the same two parties for so long that I think it's become just a standard business, business as usual. And I don't know. Well, you, you, hate, you hate America. No, I don't. I don't. You hate America. You no, say that. No. I've always said it's it's rings true for me. 
I love my country. I fear my government. So, I'm afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of the world. Rest in peace, Bowie. <laughs> Never mind. I was just gonna go down. Never mind. I was gonna let that go. And... So yeah, now I've had most of the conversation I was trying to avoid anyhow, and I don't even know how long this podcast is now. It's real long. Hopefully you. No hour. It's an hour. Hopefully you've all hung in there for this long. No, you haven't. <laughs> So, I have anybody, you know, we, anybody, the magic word is cheese weasel. If anybody can send an email to punkoffpodcast at gmail.com, if you send an email with the words cheese weasel, I will donate $20 to your favorite charity. <laughs> I like how that was just out of nowhere. Uh, since you brought that up, we have talked about, now we need to look more into it. Maybe we need to talk about this off mic some more. But uh, actually doing a kind of a charity benefit show with several bands. So it's getting warmer and I think everybody's ready to start hitting the bands that have been taking uh, like a dormancy during the winter. Sacred crowds included. Uh, <laughs> need to look at playing some shows. So oh, that also reminds me, we need to start getting some guests on here again as well. So, got a list. Well, you know, we you, you can come up on, you're not working right now. You can come up with me to Toledo on a Friday night. And we could do some recording while well, we do some night practice. Tomorrow I'm not going to be able to, but I've got, I've you, know, you can, you can set, it, set it on a practice and record us all. I might yet, so. It's become distracting. That's the wrong time. You guys are in the wrong key. <laughs> no, no, that song's faster. That's not real punk. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Shit, I finally watched SLC Punk after all these years. What? Yes. Never seen it. Heard about it. So I finally watched it. It was okay. I mean, there's a lot of people that like it. didn't sell out, you bought in. Yeah, didn't sell out, bought in. Um, like, it's not the greatest. There's some people that have, like, thought that was, like, the greatest movie ever. It wasn't terrible. I mean, the breaking the fourth wall asides kind of got a little bit old after a while. <laughs> and with the rants, they were kind of funny, but you know, it just I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. But still, at the end, he ends up fucking. He's being just like, oh, I'm punk rock, but now I'm just a lawyer too. I'm a punk lawyer working from the inside. inside. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I'm a punk factory worker working from the inside. Anarchy. You're gonna get me in trouble. I don't know what anarchy is, but I like it. That's from Talladega Nights. <laughs> get the cougar. I've only heard that recently. I've never watched that whole movie, but I heard uh, the one college station played it. I was like, what the hell is that from? So I had to I had to get on the internet and find out, and I laughed my ass off. So, nothing else. That movie's good for that quote. It is a funny movie, but see, I grew up with NASCAR Forest. Not not as good as not as good as uh, 
Step Brothers? Oh, now, now, now you got me confused. Another Will Ferrell, uh... No, his friend, uh, the the country singer, the... Dewey Cox, Walk Hard? Yes. Uh, Nothing beats Walk Hard. I when it comes to that group. <laughs> Just, oh, I watched a little bit of it. Well, you know, it, it's... It's it, beneath me. Well, it's because it's kind of making fun of Johnny Cash. I do have a little bit of a problem with that, so... Johnny Cash, to me, is one of the coolest people alive. Even if he was fucked up, nobody got fucked up as bad as Johnny Cash does. You ever see that picture of him eating cake underneath the bush? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that man fucking lived hard. So he didn't play around. He did no half steps with Johnny Cash. So I don't know. That's that's your project before the next podcast. You have to watch Dewey Cox walk hard. I guess. And give it more than ten minutes. There's some shit, though. I just... I, people thought it was hilarious, and I just... Tropic Thunder, I tried watching that. I sat through a half hour of it, and I just... I've done. <laughs> I just... I don't know. I don't think it was funny to some people. I got a weird sense of humor. It's goofy, but seeing Tom Cruise as an old fat... <laughs> that was funny. The music... Yeah, uh, producer. Yeah, or... the movie. Yeah, movie producer. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta admit that was funny. Just him yelling at people. And, <laughs> Who's my key grip on this on this flick? I am. Uh, walk over to him, ball up your fist, punch him in the face. <laughs> so yeah, I gotta admit that was funny. Are you done rambling? I think so. We still gonna have that. Exit song for my new band? Yeah, yeah. Alright. Yeah, I'll tag it on at the end. What else? What else we got? Well, as far as music or you wanna bitch you, you wanna you wanna bitch about Ronald Reagan now? <laughs> I think we've covered that on other podcasts. Okay. I could, but So what what's 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 your exit in, quote? In my defense. What's your exit quote? <clears throat> oh. Ooh, Burger King. <laughs> In my defense, I actually did have an outro quote, but I forgot what the hell it is. So, you had one though, didn't you? No. No. Damn it. Um. In my defense, I did try not talk about all this shit. I tried, and you just poked me with the stick. So. So there you go. There's my outro quote. Don't poke the bear with the stick. Boing.
Hey, you know the shower works, eh?